0: This is the redeemed Christian Church of God more than conquer Parish. The primary reason, whether you're a minister or workers, whatever position you occupy in the church, is to worship God, to serve Him, so you are saved to serve. Always remember that to serve God. The Bible says, it said, these people have I formed for myself that they may show forth my praise. My prayer for you is that you will not be replaced. Amen. You know Jesus was very you know was very bold to declare this that he said God is able to raise for Himself stones to worship Him. So, brethren, you are saved to worship God and do it well. Now, First King chapter eighteen, verse thirty-six. I read from here. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. Let's say it together: say, at thy word. Say, at thy word. At thy word. Now, see what verse 37 says. Hear me, and God will hear you today. O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou art turned their heart back again, back again. Look at verse 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell. The fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice. I pray this morning your worship will attract the fire of God and it will consume your sacrifice in the name of Jesus. And when your sacrifice is accepted, then you are sure for a blessing. And the wood and the stones and the dust and leak up the waters that was in the trench. We are looking at the topic, seven godly preparation that triggers God's visitation. Seven godly preparation that triggers God's visitation. Brethren, in our generation, we need the fire of God to fall, to burn every form of wood, every form of stone, verse 38, now I'm reading, and the dust, and lick up the waters. There are a lot of woods in our lives that the fire of God need to fall and consume. If that will not happen, I tell you one thing. Then we can't see his hand. He said, he said, and lick up the waters that was in the trench. So what are the woods? What are the waters, the stones that needs to be burnt in your life so that you can climb that high? I am God. I am God. I change and all. I change and all. You are God. You are God. Let your fire fall. You change and all. You change and all. I am gone. 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 I change you. I, I change you. You see, when he said, he said, then the fire, then the fire fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood. Now, verse 19, uh, verse 39. And when all the people saw it, you will see the glory of God. You will see the power of God. They fell on their faces. And they said, The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. And Elijah, brethren, you can't see the face of God and not fall down and worship Him. And that's why when I see the way some of us are worshiping God, I marvel. We do it as if somebody is because they are going to pay you money. <laughs> The, the Bible says that, and the people saw it and they fell on their faces. I pray you will see God. I pray you will see God. What happened? When Moses sighted that burning bush, he bowed down. When Abraham heard his voice, he bowed down. Check the men of old, once they hear the voice, they bow. So then, what is happening in our generation? We need to hear God so that we can be able to know his mind for our life. Now, verse 40. It says, and Elijah said unto them, take the prophet of Baal. Let none one of them escape. And they took them. Well, a lot of people will criticize Elijah. Why would you say kill Lord the 450? (laughs) I am God. I am God, I change your name. I change your name. you are God, you are God, you change your name. You change. It he went on to say, Let not one of them escape. And they took them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. See verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat, and drink. For there is a sign of abundance of rain. Tell your neighbor there's a sign of abundance of rain. There's a sound of abundance of rain. Visitation of God oftentimes precedes the, ab- the sounds of abundance of rain. Verse 42. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of the camel. I mean, to the top of camel. And he cast himself down upon the earth. Look at it. And his face between his knees. When it is time to worship God, some of us will be pressing phone. We do it like this. But we want to command Elijah kind of resolve. But yet we are not doing what he did. See what he did. He cast himself. And mountains are not palatable places to lie down. Mountains are hard places. But he was there. He cast himself down. But here, look at rock. They still have some of us to kneel down and worship God. You see, <laughs> may the Lord have mercy upon us in Jesus' name. Now, he says, I said, may the Lord have mercy on you in Jesus' name. I said, may the Lord have mercy on us in Jesus' name. Now, and he said, and he said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked. And said, there is nothing. And he said, he said go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a small, I mean a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, go up, say, to, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot. Get, get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with cloud and wind. And there was a great rain. Great rain is coming upon you in Jesus' name. And Ahab, and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah. The hand of the Lord will be upon you. The hand of the Lord will be upon you. It will be upon your household. In the name of Jesus. And he went on, he said, and he gathered up his loins and ran before Ahab unto the entrance of Jezreel. Seven godly preparation that triggers God's visitation. Seven is God's perfect number. Why? Because He made the heaven and the earth. In six days, he finished creation, and on the seventh day, the Bible said he rested. So we'll come back to this story and see what God wants to tell us from this story. Now, let's look at Genesis chapter 2. Seven. You might say, why the word seven? Well, he told the servant, go seven times. Why? Let's find out why. Now, the Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, Thus the heavens and the earth we have finished. And all the host of them. And on the seventh day. God ended his walk. Which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day. Today is your day of rest. God will give you rest on all sides. In the name of Jesus. And from all his work Which he had made. Look at it verse 3. And God blessed the seventh day. God blessed the seventh day. And sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Number two. Why? I mean, what is significance about seven times that the man of God told, him, told his servant to go check? We are going somewhere. The number seven draws our attention to the seven spirit of God. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11. Number seven draws our attention to the seven spirits of God. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his root. See verse 2. And the spirit of the law shall rest upon him. I pray for you, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon you. I said the spirit of the Lord will rest upon you. The spirit of wisdom, number two, and understanding. Student, as you prepare to go back to school, the spirit of wisdom and understanding will rest upon you. The spirit of counsel, I pray for you. Every one of you here this morning, parents, students, the spirit of counsel will rest upon you. Now, he said, and the spirit of might. Maybe you are weak in your body. Receive strength in the name of Jesus. He said, the spirit of knowledge. Maybe you don't have knowledge. Receive the spirit of knowledge in the name of Jesus. And he said, and of the fear of the Lord. Now, it might interest you that, to know that the fear of the Lord is actually a spirit. And fear that torments people is also a spirit. But God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear. So, can you see that? Now, if you go back to our text and to our topic, seven godly preparation that triggers God's visitation. God doesn't just visit people, brethren. God will have prepared a way for him to answer you. We've been looking at power over unclean spirit in the last couple of Sundays. Those things will not just happen. God will have to prepare some ground. Maybe you are believing God to visit you in one way or the other. You see, it won't just happen. There are some things that you have to do. Now, again, if you look at the book of Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4. Verse 5. Revelation chapter 4. Verse 5. Okay? Okay? Okay. And huh. And voices. there were seven of fire. Now, so number seven. Now you understand why number seven is very important. There were how many? Go ahead. There were seven lamps of fire. Burning before the throne of God. Which are the seven spirits of God. I pray the fire of God will rest upon you. The fire of God will fall upon you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sir. You may take your seat. Because when the fire of God fall upon a man, that fire burn away everything that is not of God in his life, in his family, in his business, in everything, in his health. Number seven. Why is it important? Why would Elijah say to his servant, go seven times? We will understand very soon. As we go on gradually, number three. Okay, well that's fine. Uh, n- number three, God instructed the Israelite. Now let's look at the book of Joshua, 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 chapter six, verse three to four. Joshua, chapter six, verse three to four. And ye shall compass the city. And ye shall compass the city all ye men of war and go round about the city once uh, he said go round about the city how many times once go ahead thus shall thou do six days you see God is very meticulous God is a very organized God He's not a anyhow God and that's why if you look at his throne there are others now look at it why would God say they should go up you know they should march around it how many times he said once in six days you will have said, God, why not just one time? Because his ways are not our way. Go ahead. John. And seven priests shall before the ark. Look at it again. Talking about number seven. Seven priests. And we learn from the book of Revelation chapter 4. It says seven lambs of God. Go ahead. And seven priests shall bear before the ark. Uh-huh. Seven trumpets. Uh-huh. So, hold on, sir. So, seven priests, seven trumpets. Go ahead. We are going somewhere. Uh huh. And the seventh day. And the seventh day. You shall compass the city seven times. You shall compass the city. How many times? Seven times. Let's say it louder. Seven times. Let's say it louder. Seven times. Let's say it louder. Seven times. Say it louder. Seven times. How many time? seven times? Seven times. Go ahead. And the priest shall blow with the trumpet. Uh huh. And it shall come to pass. Uh huh. When they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, Uh and all the people shall shout with a great shout. And all the people shall shout with a great shout. Now hold on. Now let all the people shout with a great shout. (laughs) Let all the people shout with a great shout. Let all the people shout with a great shout. You see, how many of us recognize that God loves shouting? He loves shouting. Go check the story of uh, Jehoshaphat again, Second Chronicles, chapter 20, when they shouted. So, God loves shouting. And that's why, you know, like we learned yesterday, also in the open level, the mean standing. Our father-in-law was telling us that we should use our mouth, if you read it. Use your mouth to praise God and to pray. Our Father and the Lord said there are some heights you cannot go to in life if your kind of prayer is. Mm, mm, mm. Paraphrasing. There are some prayers. Say, oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Uh-huh. Read it again, sir. Read that, that, that verse. And it shall come to pass. And it shall come to pass. That when they make a long passage, uh-huh. Okay. All the people shall shout with a great shout. Okay. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. Uh-huh. And the people shall ascend up every man's street before him. Thank you, sir. Because of our time, I want you to rise up on your feet. You are going to shout seven times. Now, I want you to, you see, as you shout that shout, I'm not, I don't mean casual shout. There was something that happened after they shouted the wall fell. So, think of a wall in your life. Think of that wall. I don't know how thick it may be, but as you shout seven times to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords, those walls will fall down in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now, once want to go and the people that shout, "Woo!" Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Take your seat. Take your seat. Now, number one. So what we just did was just to look at the significance of number seven. Number one. What is it that will trigger God's visitation as we saw from our Bible text? Obedience. Obedience. He said to his servant, let's go back to that same text. First King chapter 18. You want God to visit you? Obey God. God is not a magician. He's not. You obey him, then you receive the reward. Look at it. First King chapter 18. Now, verse thirty-six. And it came to pass, Actually, because of our time, sir, please let's read from verse forty-three. 43. And said to, to his servant, "Go up now. Go up now. Look towards the sea. Look towards the sea. And he, went up, and he went up. You see, and he went up immediately. He went up. Go ahead. And looked. And looked. And said. And said there is let me, hold on, sir. If you are waiting to see God physically, to jump down and give you instruction, you may never see him. You may never see him. God manifests through his servants. I mean, a man declared and said, there shall be no rain for three and a half years, and it was so. A man prayed and fire fell. Why is it that it was not so with, the, with all the prophets of Bas? Because God was not with them. So, brethren, stop saying, Lord, when are you going to appear to me? He speaks in diverse ways. Don't box him. Don't put in a seat until I see him face to face before you believe. Ah, that is very dangerous. Don't put God in the corner. Don't see until I, until I sleep and I have a big dream. No, he's speaking to you now as we are talking. Read it again, sir. Verse 43. And said to his servant, go up now. Go up now. Toward Look towards the sea. And he, up, and he went up. And looked. And looked. And said. And said there is nothing. Uh-huh. And he said, uh-huh. go again seven times. Go again seven times. Take your seat, sir. Go again seven times. If God had wanted to accomplish his purpose here on earth with the, with the angel, he would have bring angels to the world. But he decided to accomplish his purpose using fellow human beings like you. Now, for you to receive God's visitation, obedience is key. See what the Bible says. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 19. Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 19. Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 19. Now, he said, If ye be willing and obedient... Ye shall eat the good of the land. But many people are not willing, but yet they want to eat the good of the land. Obedience is very key if we must command God's visitation. See what the Bible also said in the book of Job. Job chapter 36, verse 11. Job chapter 36, verse 11. Job 36. Verse, 11. verse 11. Okay. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. And, and they will spend their day in what in poverty. No, no, no. Uh, please read it. If they obey and serve him, uh-huh. they shall spend their days in prosperity. And, and they will spend their days in where? Prosperity. Okay, it's only few people that are in church. You may take your seat. Maybe some people are offended, they did officiate. Your primary reason for coming to this side is to worship God. It's not about officiating. That's the first thing, to hear the word of God. So, the Bible says, if they obey and serve him, if they obey and serve him, look at it, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. You know some people, when you correct them, they pick offense, they tell you that they are not coming to church. As if they are doing pastor a favor. (laughs) If they obey and serve him. Or they say, well, I'm not doing this work again. You are not doing me a favor. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. I pray for you. The grace to obey God with the whole of your heart, receive in the name of Jesus. The grace to obey God with the whole of your heart, receive in the name of Jesus. You see me talking like this? It is because the Lord has poured his spirit on me and he has steered up my spirit to bring his word to you. When God blesses you, do you know some of you don't even remember your pastor? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying remember me. I'm going somewhere. Is that, the Bible says if they obey, I'm serving. when God blesses you and you spend your days in prosperity, the first person you remember is not pastor, it's yourself. The first person you remember is your immediate family. The first person you remember is our members of your circle. So, but he said, if they obey, so brethren, you want to be prosperous, obey God. God gives you a business idea. You are not doing anything about it. You are waiting until Jesus appears to you and say, My son, I am the one. You don't know that the same idea is already flying on somebody's head. And that person might pick the idea immediately. Brethren, what is obedience? Obedience is simply yielding and acting to divine orders. It's as simple as that. We saw it in the case of the servant of Elijah. He told him go up seven times. He didn't ask him. Our generation will say, why will I go up? He said, go up seven times. He said, okay. He went up seven times. Obedience. He yielded. So brethren, when you yield to the commandment of God, you are, you are, what you are simply doing is that you are preparing yourself and your lineage to spend your days in prosperity. And not just in prosperity, he said. And there are years in pleasure. Who told you there's no pleasure in serving God? And there are years in pleasure. The book of Psalm thirty-five, the last verse also. I mean, the second to the last verse also. He said. He also. He said. God had delight in the prosperity of His servant. He had delight. So God had delight in your prosperity. But for Him to prosper you, for Him to visit you, you must obey Him. Tell your neighbor, are you obeying God? Tell your neighbor, are you obeying God? Or you are obeying yourself? Find somebody else and ask them, are you obeying God? I want you to find three people at the back and then people in the front. Ask them, are you obeying God? Ask them, three people, are you obeying God? Obey God. Obey God. God. God tells you, don't have a boyfriend. Don't go and mess around. You say, well, that is old school. <laughs> you say, die that, that your friend. She, she was pregnant and she aborted successfully. She didn't die. So don't let that uh, Pastor David deceive you. Don't, just don't let him deceive you. <laughs> ah. You see, your friend may get away with it. But who told you you will get away with it? don't compare yourself with another person. On the last day, I will stand like this. Or just like the way God instructed me this morning. I didn't even plan it. But as we finished praying, I said, look down. He said, where are the workers? They are not here. He said, don't let them minister. And then I will not say, because I'm scared of some people's face. And I will not obey what God said. I rather obey God and then offend you. Because on the last day, I will stand alone. You will stand alone. He said, if they obey him, he said, if they obey him, they will spend their days in prosperity. Now, obedience is to respond totally and promptly to instruction. Obedience is to respond totally and promptly to instruction. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 23. Yes. says, For the commandment is a lamp. And the law is light. And the law is light. reproofs of instruction. Are the way of life. Are the ways of life. Thank you, sir. So you want to you want you want God to visit you, brethren? Obey God. Don't obey him partially. Don't obey him just in in one thing. Obey him totally in everything. Not just in one thing. Obey him in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. Obedience was the first reaction we saw in Elijah's servant. If he had not responded, or he went there six times, he won't see the miracle. Or he went there one time, he won't see the miracle. Many of us, maybe will go six times and say, the I'm, I'm even tired. No, don't be tired. If God says it, he will bring it to pass. If God says it, he will bring it to pass. But you need to obey. And you know, one thing I have learned about God, He comes with simple instruction. Was it not simple instruction that a great man like Nehemiah, the chief of army staff of Syria, Came to look for the man of God. Then I said, that Elisha is very proud. He did not even show up to even see his face. He told, he told the servant, go and tell him to wash in Jordan. How many times? Uh, how many times? Seven times. Another word, Seven. Seven times. And you see Neymar say, me? No. You don't know. Maybe he doesn't know my status in Syria. If you want to really receive from God, keep your status aside. If you don't, you can't receive from him. Because he gives you instructions that are simply just so simple that you say this is for baby. But if you want to come to God and receive his blessing, brethren, you must obey him. God's obedience to God's instruction precedes visitation. And, your, and his visitation is your elevation. Did you see the story? The man of God, at a point, Ahab, when Ahab found him, he said, It is you that trouble Israel. He said, No, he said, It is you and your father's house that troubles Israel. He could have said, What? The king will have cut off his head. No, he can't because God was with him. Obedient. Elijah could have said, Well, I will like go and face a man who said that you know that I've declared that there will not be rain. That would have but he obeyed. If Elijah had not obeyed, God would just do what? Push him aside and pick somebody else to go and do it. That is the agenda of God. So, brethren, it is for our own good when we obey the simple instruction of God. God says, Maybe you have a parent. God asks you, when was the last time you sent money to take care of them? Have you sent money to them? Uh, you know, I have to pay this bill. Simple instruction. He just come to you whisper to your ear. Have you taken care of Daddy and Mommy? Mm, you know, you know, Canada is very this. Until you obey, you don't see the next visitation of His. I want you to rise up on your feet. This is the march we are going to take now. I will continue in, in, in the second sermon. I, I am God. I am God. I change your know. I change your know. I am God. I am God. I change I. I change it In the few minutes that we have, I want you to pray, Lord, I am sorry for the ways I have disobeyed you. I'm not even talking about uh, those that are woke up. That's not what I'm talking about. Is beyond that. What has God, the simple instruction he gave to you. God wants to prosper you. He tells you, sow a bread. And you say, no, this is the only bread I have to eat. Until you obey, you don't get that bakery. You obey, you get the bakery. You have a bread in your hand. And God said, give me that bread that I may eat. Once you obey it, then you begin to see the bakery breaking forth. So the rest of you, why you pray, asking the Lord, say, Lord, I'm sorry for the ways I've disobeyed you. This morning, help me to obey you promptly as from today. And everything that I have lost as a result of disobedience, I recover them back this morning. I want you to pray. Talk to God. God wants to change your level. Don't let Satan keep you on that spot. Tell Satan, get it behind me. I don't belong to you. Many of us, we are beginning to act like Naaman and say, no, I cannot go and wash in River Jordan. God will give you some, it might be an instruction, pay your tithe, And you refuse to follow it. then the heaven won't open. It might be an instruction, knock at the door of your neighbor and pray for him or her. You don't follow that simple instruction, you don't receive the next visitation of comes. You see, God doesn't come in a mind, you know, you think that you just, my daughter, knock at the door of your neighbor. No, small, still voice. Simple instruction. Say, Lord, I receive the grace to follow simple instruction. And you are here this morning, You've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. You are missing out. You are missing out from eternity plans for your life. Or you have accepted Him before and you, you are backslided. You know that you have flagrantly you have disobeyed Him over and over again. God told you, "Don't go into immorality." You say, "No, that, that's not a big deal." My wife, my 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 my, my friends, uh, this thing did not get pregnant. So what is the big deal? There is medication. God told you don't steal. You are still stealing. God told you don't lie. You are still lying. So you are here this morning. You have not, you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. Don't let this morning pass by. He's a merciful God, but he's also a consuming fire God. God is kind. He's a gracious God, but he's also a terrible God. You want to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. Raise up your hand wherever you may be. Or maybe you are joining us online right now. And you want to say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. Raise up your hand. And if you are raising up your hand, come forward with boldness. Come forward with boldness. Or you are joining us online. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. As from today. I will serve you for the rest of my life. As from today, Lord Jesus, write my name in the book of life. As from today, fill me with the power of the Holy Ghost to serve you. I forsake my sins. I repent from them. Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving my soul. For in Jesus' mighty name we have worshipped. Father, we thank you. You have told us there's a sign of abundance of rain. When God gives instruction, the instruction appears to be hard. But when we yield, then He commands the heavens to open. One thing I know is that the heaven is already opened over your life. The heavens is already open over your career. The heavens is already open over your marriage. The heavens are already open over your business. The heavens are already open over your extended family. There is somebody here. God told me you are visiting prostitute. A brother. He said you are still sleeping around with prostitute. He said, repent. Or there might be diseases entering your body. Repent today. I pray for you that in this week, every, every instruction that the Lord gives to you, you will yield to them. Amen. You will obey them. Amen. I pray you will run with them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. No minding what men will say, no minding what institution will say, you will run with the obedience of God. You will run with all his instruction in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the glory for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Jam your hands together for Jesus. Louder, 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 louder. If the word of the Lord has come to you, louder, louder. Amen.